Welcome back to the Unfiltered Grapevine. This is Jay. And this is A. And today we're gonna challenge our intelligence with trivia pursuit questions back and forth from a collection I have. And, and he see says it's, challenge. I'm gonna say that we're gonna prove how we not, know nothing. How how unbright we are. <laughs> uh, or we may surprise ourselves with some of these questions. See what happens here. So I have in our possession a deck of 20th anniversary trivia pursuit cards from the game. And I have a die. And we have a die. Um because we're gonna we're gonna do our own little twist on this. Yeah. On each card are six categories, and on a die obviously is six numbers. We are gonna roll the dice and whatever the number lands on. It will land. We will ask a question. Yeah. We'll ask that particular question. That particular question from the card Mm -hmm. going down in that order. Okay. Um, Now, I don't remember exactly what these colors and categories represent anymore. Me either. I just have the deck of cards. (laughs) Um, I don't even have the instruction manual to tell me what it is. Your phone that you can uh, Google real quick what the colors are. Does it even really? It doesn't really matter because we're just going to ask a question that very likely we don't know the answer to, anyways. That's true. Okay. (laughs) So play along if uh, if you know the answers. uh, Well, yeah. Listen and see if you guys know the answer. You don't know the answers. Play along and then and then yell at us through the microphone like it's this answer. (laughs) Don't you know this? You should know this. We're either going to get a lot of listeners or lose a lot of listeners. I'm not sure which way this is going to go. So, all right. Okay. So, what we're going to, we'll have um, mm-hmm. A, roll the dice first. Okay. And it six. landed on six. So, it'll be the last category on the deck of cards. Okay. And I have here, what state? Hosted the first U.S. bullfights with the matadors wielding Velcro-tipped banderillas. State? Which, what state hosted the first U.S. bullfighters with matadors wielding Velcro-tipped banderillas? um, Off the top of my head... I can only think of a few states that those could be. I don't know whether any of those are right. I'm thinking Texas, New Mexico, or Nevada. And each one is incorrect. Well, son of a biscuit-eating bulldog. It is actually California. Mother of freaking Pearl. Really? Yep. So. Yeah. Do I have a a, uh, button? Yeah, you just did it with your mouth. No. I want to sound That will work. Okay, we'll do that. We'll do that. All so, right. okay, so when we get it wrong, we'll just go wah, wah. Okay. Okay, so I roll dice now. Mm-hmm. I got one. All right, what eastern U.S. state fielded 1,659 complaints about bears in 1999 after only 285 in 1995. 
This is the first question? That is the first. Look, I'll make this thing up. That was a mouthful. That is a mouthful. I'm going to say Maine. Uh-huh. Let's see. Nope. New Jersey. New Jersey. Right? Interesting. I mean, I know the situation and stuff are bears get you know, on the beach, but I know they're animals, but. That's crazy. All right. right. Okay. Yeah. What can I say? Oh, number five. Cinco. Cinco. What fairy tale name do astronomers give to planetary orbits in a region of space that is not too hot? And not too cold for life to evolve. What? That is easy. I don't even understand the question. Say that again. What fairy tale name? Fairy tale name. Do astronomers give to planetary orbits mm-hmm. in a region of space that is not too hot and not too cold for life to evolve? No, no Milky Way. I have no idea. Fairy tale name. Yeah, a fairy tale name. Not too hot. Not too cold. I feel like you're giving me the clue right there, and I'm not getting it. Goldilocks. Oh, duh. That's interesting. That's what they use in astronomy for a planet that is livable within a range. I didn't know that. That is the, that is the fairy tale name that they use for planets around the orbit. Oh, that's so, cute. So Earth is a Goldilocks planet because it can sustain life, and when they look for other planets around the in the universe... They're in a Goldilocks region. Interesting. I actually knew that answer. I but actually it wasn't your question, now, was yeah, it? No, it wasn't. Nah. Yeah. All right. My that's turn. cute. I learned something new. I'm not going to forget that. I'm going to tell you that right now. That's, and that's adorable. And that's why the Unfiltered Grapevine is not all about... We're, we're here to teach and instruct and, and show... New Ourselves, s- as well as y'all. <laughs> We're uh, more. We're more than just a pretty face. All right. Let, <laughs> well, and that and, and that's and that even that's well, pushing it. <laughs> well, speak for yourself. Okay. okay so number um, three. Number three. What thirty-two-year-old did AOL's board briefly remove as CEO in 1992 because they thought investors might consider him too young? Oh my God. 1992, 32 year olds removed from AOL. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Matt Smith. (laughs) Matt Smith. (laughs) (laughs) Steve Case. Steve Case. Yeah. I don't even know who that is. I remember that name. Steve Case. I don't. I do. I remember Briefcase, but Steve Case, no. No. All right. I guess you, it's your turn to oh, roll the dot. Yeah. Okay. Uno. Oh, you got a one. What Manhattan institution at Broadway and 80th Street is hailed as the world's best stocked deli? You're never going to get that. Of course I'm never going to get that. I've never. Where is it? Manhattan? It's in Manhattan. Yeah. Say it again. What Manhattan mm-hmm. institution at Broadway and 80th Street is hailed as the world's best stocked deli? I I don't know. It's Zabar's. 
good. No, I got nothing. Yeah. Yeah. I, I totally, literally out of left field on that one. Yeah. Okay. And we go. Oh, I got oh, a number one again. You got, no. Yeah, these aren't easy, man. No, they're not easy, especially when you're not reading as much these days. What? Okay, seriously, the 1990s? I'm oh, flipping A. All right, here we go. Uh, what Asian nation, number one, that's really difficult to say, Asian nation. What Asian nation passed the U.S. in the 1990s as the world's biggest consumer of gold jewelry? Ooh, I could probably say China, but I'm not going to. I'm going to say South Korea. Okay. All right. Let's see. You should have gone with your gut. China. China. Ah. Yeah. Oh, that was close. That was close. Oh, it's my turn. It's your turn. Six. Six. What lanky long hair became the first pitcher to fan 304 straight seasons of 2001? You're not going to know that. What lanky what? Long hair uh-huh. became the first pitcher mm-hmm. to fan 304 straight seasons in 2001. What does that mean? Fan? What does that mean? Is that baseball? It talk? is a it is a baseball talk. Okay, a fan is I think regarding his pitches, uh-huh. which is um, to strike out people. Uh, There's oh, hold on! Before you say, whoa, simmer down. Just don't assume that I don't know it, even though I don't. There's a guy. I, he's he's a quirky looking dude, very tall, uh, but he's got a very weird wind up. And he's got long hair. Yeah, he's got long hair. He I don't to, know his name. He used to play for the Diamondbacks, I think. I don't I don't know I don't know his name, but that's the guy that I'm thinking of. Okay. I'll give you fifty percent credit. Okay. His name is Randy Johnson. Dang it. So that's that's the answer. <laughs> and I have He has a, dark hair. I, and I have a feeling that is exactly who you were referring yes, to, but he has dark hair. So. He had a weird uh, pitch. Uh, yeah, I think it was kind of side arm. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was a little side. Yeah. So okay. You saw me make that motion, yeah, right? I, I don't I, I, know I, I, much yeah, of she's, baseball, she's but she's flicking her wrists. I do. Okay, <laughs> so um, Your turn. Oh, it's my turn. Yeah. Oh God, I don't want. I have my turn. Five. Cinco. Let's see. All right. Oh no, that's the answers. That doesn't help. Well, might help you. <laughs> Let's see. We'll, we'll just do it a Jeopardy way. Give me the answer. I have to make the question up. There you go. What pop superstar holds a U.S. patent on shoes that attach it to a stage, allowing the wearer to lean in apparent defiance of gravity? Oh, that, I think. I'm going to say Michael Jackson. That's who I would say. That's exactly who I would say. Yeah, Michael Jackson. <laughs> That's exactly who I would say. All right. The former king of pop. Number four. Hey, a new category. Don't think it's going to help any, but it's a new category. What comic strip couch potato found time to father kids named Cindy, Bunky, and Blip? What? 
Well, I don't know what much of comic strip. I'm gonna say circus. I couch don't know. potato. Found time to father kids named Cindy, Bunky, and Blip. I didn't read the comic strip, so I'm gonna say circus. I have no idea. Moose Miller. I don't know what I don't know what that is. I don't is. know what that is either. Although you said the uh, word moose. We went to that um the Princess Hotel. Yes. And I took Episode a picture number of one. um Yes. Of that moose. Mm-hmm. That moose. He just loves me. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he was very affectionate. <laughs> he was. So now every time I hear you, you the, think the of word that. moose, I yeah. do. I think of that. I'm like, oh. See, should have had, had this one. What's, what is it? What group embarked on a coming out of their shells tour in 1990? Coming out of their shells? Yep. 1990. Hairs on a half shell. What? I was giving you a hint. I, I didn't hear it. Heroes on a half shell. I don't know what that is. Turtle power. Oh. Teenage, oh, teenage <laughs> mutant. Teenage mutant. Oh, Ninja Turtle. my gosh. <laughs> Coming out of their shells tour. That's dumb. <laughs> That's <laughs> so dumb. I'm so sorry. I'm here thinking like an actual group. <laughs> okay. That's, next. Yeah. Oh, your turn, bud. Oh. Oh, is it my turn? I don't know. No, no, yeah, it's no, your it turn. It is my yeah. turn. Yeah, because you just answered that, and I. We're not even drinking. We're, no, jeez. Number one. All right. What birds littered Tokyo streets with rotten food in a 2001 leading official? Hold on, let me reread that. What birds littered Tokyo streets with rotten food in 2001 leading officials to set 1,000 traps? Pigeons. That's what I would guess. No. Caca. Really? Yeah. Well, you got to say the word. No, I'm not going to. The crow. <laughs> I'm not. I'm still surprised that it's crows, but it's like okay. Alrighty then. I would have thought pigeon as well. Yeah. All right. Wow, these are difficult. They are difficult. Can we get like junior for next time? Because we, 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 we may have to get to like a smarter than a fifth grader. Yeah, okay, that'd be great. <laughs> uh, you wrote a four again. I did. What CNN host oh, titled his book on the 2000 election, Oh, Waiter, One Order of Crow? What CNN host? Titled his book on the 2000 election. Okay, let's all first waiter, start, one order of crow. Let's start with I don't even know who the heck is on CNN now, let alone back then. Yeah. So, uh, no idea. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, your answer is Jeff Greenfield. Don't know who that is. Yeah, so. Nope. Is anybody else out there feeling like these questions have no place here? I I, I think they're extremely dated. <laughs> Holy smokes, man. Oh, uh, okay. We got. I don't know. We got two more rounds. All right. Two more rounds. Two Let's more see. rounds. All right. So I guess I'm rolling because. Yes. You, that, so, so. 
And one, one again. I, I'm what only getting ones. On? I know. Let's see. And the question is? I'm reading it. I don't know. Is this Milady or Malady? It looks like Milady. What morning? Malady? M-A-L-A-D-Y? I don't know what that is. I don't know what that word means. Milady. Well, that's how I said it the first time. What morning, Milady, do outer Mongolians cure by chucking a pickled sheep's eye in tomato juice? What the hell? Uh, what, number one, I don't even know what, what that means. What morning, milady, do outer Mongolians cure by chucking a... <laughs> not milady, malady. That, that was the third word I said. I'm yeah, like, mal- is that... It's, ma- it's an illness. What morning illness, malady, malady stands... Oh, is... That's an... Oh, it, okay. Yeah, malady is a different word to saying an illness. Oh, okay. Well, I'm sorry. Well, I didn't know that. Well, it took me a while to figure out what the hell they writing. Why did they just write illness? Why must they make because this they gotta so... make it because they gotta make people sound intelligent? No, that makes people sound like assholes. Oh, I'm sorry, I said that. It's okay. Earmuffs for your children, people. It's okay. That that sounds like you got uh, yeah, your head it's, up it's, your it's, rear. Yeah, it's a malady, illness, or don't, don't yes. use big words. So for no reason, what malady do unnecessary outer Mongolians cure cure by chugging? A pickled sheep's eye in tomato juice. I mean, really? Does anybody know this? I'm going to say nausea. No. Okay. But what uh, what other morning maladies can somebody have? Uh, over. Well, it was close. No. <laughs> Nausea and hangover are not the same thing. Yeah, but you usually are nauseous from the hangover. <laughs> Amongst other things, yes. I should have known that because we were just you're talking. You're also nauseous when you're pregnant, so there's that. True. Yeah. Hopefully you don't have a hangover from being pregnant. No. Well, that, that would be pro- that, that would be a problematic. The, uh, yeah, medical association would not approve of that. No. Um, but considering the last previous episode, we were talking about drinking the vagina and, no, oh god let's not go there okay <laughs> change it okay that was my question i screwed so she's rolling the dice right. she landed on four again Jeez, four 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 my lucky number how many of every five readers digest subscribers lived outside the u.s by 1990 all of them because you never mind how many of every five Reader's Digest subscribers lived outside the U.S. by 1990? I don't know. I'm going to go with 25%. You got one out of five, so go by 20s. Oh, 20%. No. No, for the... Two out of five, which is 40%. Oh, no. So two out of five were... Uh, Two out of five of all subscriptions were outside the USA. Interesting. It is interesting. Irrelevant, but interesting. Yeah. Okay, then. I guess my turn. Yep. And, oh, new subject, five. Surprised we haven't gotten to 
two or three. I know. What is that? All right. You know what? I'm going to pretend like this is two. I'm going to go with two because. Oh, okay. So number one, five is a stupid question. Okay. And we should have just gone by, instead of rolling the dice, we should have just gone by better questions. We were trying to do so random here. I know. What 1994 Disney flick was highlighted by an epic wildebeest stampede? You know this answer. Wow. <laughs> the Lion King. Wow. See, and that is why we should just go with our guts instead of these stupid guys. Uh, and I apologize for the melody. Don't. That was amazing. Uh, all right. See, well, number two is all about, apparently about movies and TV shows. So okay. we should be getting these. Hello? Because I got here, what Arnold Schwarzenegger sequel is subtitled Judgment Day? Oh, Terminator. Terminator 2. Yeah. I'll be back. Stupid. So. Dumb die. Dumb die. But again, that was category two, and they were challenging us. We're already challenged, man. We don't need additional challenges. All right, let's see. What game show included odors as a category for the first time in 1988? What? What game show included included odors odors? Uh, as a category? Oh, okay. I, I have a guess. 19. I'm just going to say my guess was correct. So there's that. I don't know. Wheel Jeopardy. Of, huh? Jeopardy. It was Jeopardy? Yeah. I, I was going to lean towards that, but then I was going to say, eh, maybe it was Wheel of Fortune. All righty then. That's that's weird. They're the only ones that really have a category Jeopardy. Everybody else is like yeah. But just no, I'm just. Well, I guess no. I guess Wheel of Fortune does have. You know when you're. Okay. It's like a person, place, or thing, yeah, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. But that's interesting. Uh, let's see here. I'm gonna slightly veer off of subject matter. What West Coast City's Burger King was the first to serve espressos and cappuccino in 1992? That's interesting. I'm going to say California uh, or Colorado. No. No? No. If you tell me uh, Washington. West Coast City. Oh, it's a city. West Coast City. So it's in California. I'm going to say San Francisco. No. 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 Is Is it Washington? Yes. Uh, Seattle. Seattle, yeah. Yep. It, it, I knew it was either going to be a frou-frou for California or Washington because they're big coffee people. Yep. Uh, because of Starbucks, I guarantee. I, I'm going to bet that as well. Yep. Yeah. So, all right. Two more questions, people. Okay. What CBS sitcom's finale had 
121,624,000 viewers on February 28th, 